podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. You're listening to the IFL TV podcast in association with Lonsdale MTK Global, sponsored by William Hill. This is Umar Ahmed for IFL TV, proudly sponsored by Everlast. I'm joined by Hall of Fame promoter Frank Warren after what I imagine was a very good weekend with Arsenal actually getting a win in the Premier League. Oh, bloody hell. I mean, what an exciting game for a few as an Arsenal fan. Uh, the first half, they were magnificent. And, uh, yeah, it was good, good to see it. And I hope that might be a... We might be moving forward now, we will see. But they, they showed a lot of, they played really good football, in the first, certainly in the first half. I saw on Instagram your two boys, uh, Joe Joyce and Anthony Hart, were there as well at the Emirates. Yeah, they, they were there. They were a uh, guest of BT. They were there with BT and uh, they came round to where we are and uh, they had a meeting. They met with, um, he was with us, Alan Davis was in our box and uh, John Burko. So they, they had a bit of fun with them. Yeah. Well, uh, I don't like either Arsenal or Tottenham, I'll be honest, but seeing Tottenham take two drubbings two Sundays in a row, one off us 3 0 and then 3 1 against Arsenal, it's a lesser of the two evils. So uh, I'm sure he was happy to get that North London win. We certainly would, mate. Frank, uh, let me ask you about another event uh, in North London that weekend. Obviously, I'm referring to uh, Joshua Usyk at Tottenham Hotspur. Just want to firstly get your thoughts on how the fight played out. It was very strange for me. You know, I was. I was watching it and I was texting and we had a couple of conversations with Tyson and sort of looking back and obviously hindsight is a useless thing but I didn't like what I was seeing from the beginning before he even you know, before he even got to the ring I, 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 did, I couldn't get my I mean look we've all promoters we've all done the fireworks and the, the magic carpets and stuff with Naz and you know all those things are all great and they're good for the fans and it all builds it up but what I didn't like was watching him Harry was was interacting with the fans. You know, I think when I kissed a, a, a lady, high fiving. You're in a massive fight. You know, you know, I didn't, you know. And I've seen, you know, there are fighters who, who who do. Sometimes they're very relaxed and do do things like that. But that's not him, and he should have been really focusing on the job. And so, from the time he got into the ring, you know, and it just didn't look right. It, 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 I can't say he didn't look like he wanted to be there. Certainly during the fight, he didn't look like he wanted to be there. And you know, when you, you and I spoke last time, you know, I said if you know, for me, he has to impose himself on the smaller man. You know, the old adage is, "Good biggin beats a good littlin." You know, um, I always say a, a really good boxer will always beat a big puncher two different scenarios but it, what it was it was a really good boxer beat a big puncher and a good little beat a off an average big one he, he just wasn't there and there was not there was nothing from the start to the finish there's no deviation in tactics it was exactly it was like every round for him was repetitive um, I think he had a little bit of success in about the sixth round, didn't he, where he caught him. And, and, and at that stage, we were all wondering, I bet everybody was wondering, as uh, Usyk run out of gas. But he didn't. He got, his, he got his tactics bang on, and the big fella didn't go out there and do what he should have done, which was impose himself. And, uh, you know, as we said at the last, you know, in the last interview, I said, if he's there at the end, they'll hold his hand up. Because to be, to be there at the end, he'd out, outbox him. And... He was hurting him. He hurt him a couple of times. He hit him with some good shots and and a big you got you know a big mention for Lomachenko's dad. I mean he's a really exceptional trainer. He obviously gets the best out of his guys. You know up to the year 18 months ago, Lomachenko for me was the best fighter in 
in the world. You know, tremendous mover, great boxer, and and economical with it. You know, with his with his his movements and to and his punches and the angles he finds. And it was a bit like that with you know with um, Usyk. And Usyk had, had I think Usyk had an easier job with Joshua than he did with Chisora. For the period of the fight was on with Chisora. I know he's, you know in the end the result was what it was, but I thought he had an easement. And I thought uh, I just thought AJ just didn't seem like he wanted to be there. And I was quite intrigued as and interested to see remarks made by Lennox Lewis and George Foreman, who both said, you know, that's not how you lose your title. You know, it's certainly you know that they must have known he was behind on the, on the cards, and you'd be saying to him, "Look, it's out there now, and uh, for want of a better phrase, it's shit or bust." You know, you got to go out, and you're gonna have to, you know, you got to go and do something about this. And he just it just didn't happen, and he was very lucky in the last stages of the fight not to get stopped. He was all over the place. Um, very, you know, very, very, very strange, very strange, and. Uh, <laughs> You know, I, and I, you know, as I said to Tyson whilst the fight was on, is you know, could you imagine what it'd been if you'd have been in there? Because who's a big guy who's got all the moves that Usyk's got? He's got a great boxing brain, can punch. He's a much bigger puncher. He'd have had him out early. Could you tell us anything that Tyson said to you on sex about the fight? It was just gutted because obviously, you know, I mean, obviously he's got to do his job, and I don't want to tempt fate now with him against uh, against Wilder. You know, um, I'm, I'm confident he'll win that fight, but. Um, he was gutted because it's it's something we've all tried to work hard towards, and it would never happen now because he's lost lost his his uh, his belts. So those four belts will never go on on the line between the the, the two guys. So uh, mm. that, that, that you know that's sad, but um, you know it is what it is. Well, we will talk about your guys, Tyson Fury, Joe Joyce, and Daniel Dubois, and how Saturday night um, has implications for them because it obviously does. But just a few more on the actual fight itself. So. We know there's a rematch clause. In your time in boxing, obviously you've been in the game for a very, very long time, Frank. Have you ever heard of a situation where a mandatory challenger in Alexander Usyk, there's a there's a rematch clause for a mandatory yeah. fight? Yeah. Yeah. Tyson Fury, when he fought Klitschko, his then management did the same thing, and I think that's one of the things that upset Tyson. If you remember, that's when that was against Klitschko. Why would you do that? But the other side of it is you. He's lucky that his management did do it, <laughs> you know? but they agreed to it, so they've done it. But you know what? On that performance, and I don't know where he goes from here because he, he, he wasn't, there was no devil in him. He weren't letting his shots go, and I, and I think he's become a little bit. Um, I think sometimes he doesn't throw the big shots now, like he used to. That was his big thing, wasn't it? That's what he did. I mean, against Klitschko when he went on the floor, he got up and, that and came back and fight. I mean, Klitschko, by the way, I thought was, you know, had let him off the hook, but he came back firing. But he's not done that. He's not done that. Even even when he had the rematch with Ruiz in the fourth round, Ruiz caught him with that really good left hook, and he backed off him after the rest of the fight and fought on the back foot. So I don't think, you know, I think that, that, that awesome aura of his punch power has disappeared. Mm. It certainly didn't bother Usyk. Um, I think that that's disappeared, and without that, I just don't see. I don't see how he beats Usyk. I can't see I, Usyk. I think will get more out of that fight than has got more out of that fight. But I think if there's a rematch, Usyk will fancy it even more. Do you think he'll improve more? Is it? Well, I, I I don't know how true what he said. How true it was what he said at the end to his interpreter. But what he, if you remember, he he said that his instructions was to box and not try and go for a knockout. 
um, if he'd have gone for a knockout, I think he would have got it. Because he wobbled him, didn't he? He wobbled him early on in the fight, and as I say, in the last round. So, if AJ, what's he going to do? Is he going to retire? Is he going to take the rematch? Or is he going to dump the rematch and get involved in a, in, in a big... I mean, it's a great domestic situation here at the moment. You know, with, with Tyson, with uh, Joe, with Daniel Dubois, there's some really great fights to be made. Big fights that will fill stadiums. Mm. Still fill stadiums. Do you give Anthony Joshua any chance in that rematch, Frank? No, not unless he can land a bomb on him. He can't outbox him. It's impossible for him to outbox him. He's not going to outbox him. So how is he, what's he going to do? He's going to have to stop him. It's a bit like it's a bit like Deontay Wilder. There's no way Deontay Wilder, in my opinion, and I'm, you know, I don't, hopefully I'm not wrong, can outbox Tyson Fury. I can't see him doing that. But he's a dangerous sod and he can bang. And I think it's the same situation for AJ. He has that rematch. He's never going to outbox him. And he'd be more comfortable at heavyweight by then. He'd be much more comfortable. But he didn't do anything different. You know, I'm not repeating myself. Nothing different from the first round to the last round. Nothing different. We know Usyk is a, a rhythm fighter, and as the fight goes, he gets better and better, and the pace was kept up by Usyk. So are you surprised that Anthony Joshua in the first kind of three or four rounds didn't try to put a dent in him? Yeah, because that's what I, that's what I, you know, they would have been the tactics I would advise. Go out there and impose yourself on him. And try and take, you know, try, you know, let him think he's going to have 12, you know, if he survives the, if he get catch him right, if he can survive the big, the bombs, that um, he's got 12 rounds maybe of this. But to jump on him, he wasn't, he was getting out jabbed by the little, the little guy. I mean, what, what was that all about? You know, he wasn't like he was, you know, slipping under, as I mentioned earlier, under his jab and working inside and bringing his shots up. He was beating him on the outside. And that shouldn't be happening with a big guy like that. I mean, it's pr pretty basic stuff. A long jab and let his right hand go and keep the guy on the end of it. Keep Usyk on the end of that, and he didn't do it. What do you make of Anthony Joshua's overall resume now? Uh, look, everyone, whatever I say about Anthony Joshua, I'll get a load of... Cause, because people think it is, it is worse. I, I don't think anybody was a bigger fan than me um, after he fought in the World Championships in Azerbaijan. And I've known he's come to my shows. My brother's, uh, my brother's friend was like, he used to bring him along. He's come to the shows a lot. Um, and I liked, I liked what I see. And, and when he fought in Azerbaijan, I thought he got robbed in the final. I really did think he got robbed. And he boxed extremely well out there. And, he, and, he, and everything I see, I liked. Um, the Olympics, he'd done brilliantly in winning a gold medal. But I think two of the, you know, certainly one of those decisions was a home decision. But he's done, he's done great. He, he did something. What he managed to do, he managed to capture the British public's attention. They got behind him and they supported him with their hard-earned cash. They supported him both on pay-per-view and, and also at the gate. They got behind him. The British public, you know, he couldn't have had a better audience. He's probably, probably the, biggest, the biggest attraction for... I think he was a bigger attraction, if you think about it, selling tickets, than Ricky Hatton. Frank Bruno, you know, no doubt about that. Um, but as as his, his resume, you can only beat who's put in front of you. I mean, he beat Charlie, you know, Tyson lost his titles. He fought Charles Martin, who's probably the worst heavyweight champion I've seen in my my time in boxing. But he beat him. You can only beat what's in front of you, and uh, he went on very. He beat Klitschko in a, an exciting fight against a Klitschko Tyson had beaten. Was it 20 months earlier in Germany and took him and scored him. Um, 
other than that, what's he, uh, Dillian White? I mean, there's no massive big names on his records, is there? I mean, can you think of any? There's nobody, there's no real, you know, top, top massive names on his record at all. Ruiz, I want class as a, you know, he's there, but he's not, a, he's not, he's never, well, he was world champion, but if you know what I mean, he wasn't, he's not what you would call, you know, one of the great champions of, of, of the era or anything. So, and he's just, he's not done it. I mean, the guy with the best resume on his record, um, other than Klitschko, who was gone, you know, and, and I think had he had, had a bit more about it, would have stopped him, is, uh, is Usyk. And Usyk, you know, from his record as, a, you know, his time as a cruiserweight, was a great fighter. And uh, as I say, he's, he's, he's obviously stepped up and done the business. So when it's, when it's come down to it, he's been beaten by, by, the, by the better guy. Um, I don't think he'd have beaten Tyson. In a million years, I don't care what anyone says. I'm sorry if I'm upsetting all you AJ fans and think it's because I'm against Matra. I'm talking facts here. You know, you only got to look at Tyson, the size of him, compared with Usyk. You cut, there's nothing. I don't think Usyk's a better boxer than Tyson. I don't think he's got faster hands than Tyson. He's certainly Tyson's got a better jab than him, and he's bigger than him, and he's got a bigger and he's a bigger puncher. So I don't think he would. I don't think he would have stayed with him at all. I think Tyson would. I think certain fighters are made for fighters, and I thought that. I always felt that AJ would have been made for Tyson. Who knows, he may still get the fight on. Well, one thing that Tyson and uh, Usyk certainly share in common is that they both go away and win. I mean, Usyk's run, yeah. traveling away from home during that World Boxing Super Series, and now obviously coming here and beating Chisora and Joshua is, is quite ridiculous. He just keeps going away and winning. So good fighters do that, don't they? they, they, they you know, they, they are what they are. I mean, to go into the Lions then, that's because that's what you're doing. You're going into the Lions then. You're not just fighting um, not just fighting your opponent, you're fighting the, the support, you're fighting that feeling in there. You know, the, the, I mean, the, the, the massive um, emotion that, that the crowd are, are bringing, bringing to the event. They're all behind their man, their man, and uh, you've got to take your hat off to Husik, as you had for, for Tyson. He'd done the same thing in Germany. He's 50 odd thousand in Germany when he beat Klitschko, and he went it, not once, twice to the States and knocked out an American. So that's, that's what great fighters do. They do it. They go and perform. They they can they can zone in. They can do what they need to do in the ring. Mm. Well, listen, Frank. A lot's got to happen before this kind of question materialises. But if Tyson and Usyk, who are the favourites going into both their respective rematches, come out on top, will you work with Alex Krasik, Usyk's people, to make that undisputed fight? Well, look. First of all, that's. Tyson, I haven't had a discussion with Tyson about that yet, but uh, certainly, you know, you know, we've worked work with him in the past, and uh, why wouldn't we work with him? But that'd be a be a great fight. Of course, it'd be a great fight. Um, he's, he's, you know, we've got to sort out. Obviously, he's got a mandatory as well coming up, which is against Joe Joyce, and he'll all, and, and, and it's going to be interesting to see what happens with the WBA now because uh, Daniel's number one in the WBA. Mm. So it's, you know, there's going to be it's going to be interesting times, um, but Britain's in there still, and you know maybe who knows maybe AJ come back maybe you know I don't know what decision he's going to make if he if he does carry on boxing, then maybe you know if he fights Usyk or if he decides not to fight Usyk and fight one of the other guys to get himself into a position, that'd be great as well. They're great fights to be made there. Mm. Well, let's say Usyk wins, then you've obviously got the WBO situation with Joe Joyce. Um, first thing I want to ask you about that, how do you think, if that fight happens uh, between Usyk and Joe Joyce, how do you think your guy gets on? Well, I think that, I think with Joe, 
you've seen him in fights. I mean, Joe's willing to take shots to land his stuff. That's the difference. And he's a, he is a, he's a, he is what he is, the juggernaut. He just keeps coming forward, doesn't he? And he keeps moving forward. And he's a big man, a big solid man. And he'll do whatever it takes to land his shots. And he's got the same. He's got great amateur experience as well. He was a silver medalist in the uh, in the in the in the Olympics. So he's got a good pedigree. And uh, there's a bit of history there as well between them. Exactly. And he fancies it. And he found he was at the he was at the football yesterday with, uh, with uh, you know we were talking there yesterday and uh, he's he's really up for the fight he fancies the fight and I think um, you know I think <laughs> as much as Usyk's a big fighter he will fight a, I mean he's a genuinely big man who will come to fight that I believe will be the difference. Okay, and let's say if that the Tyson Fury fight with Usyk happens, i.e. Tyson wants that undisputed fight and you make that and Joe's got to sit for a bit. How do you see that one going, think, your guy Tyson and Usyk? I just think Tyson's, I think, I've, you know, from the beginning, Tyson, I think is, um, I think he is, he's, he is, his era's best fighter, best heavyweight. And I think, I think as much as Usyk is a, you know, is a, is a, an outstanding boxer, an outstanding champion, both now at, um, Cruiserweight and heavyweight, I think that Tyson will have too much for him. Okay. Do you think he'll use his his size, lean on him, tie him up, and bully him? I don't. Th I, I don't suppose bully. I think. I think. He, I think he, he will use his physical. Well, first of all, one of his physical attributes is he's bigger. But I think he's he uses reach and his jab. You know, you've got a smaller guy. Oh, you, you keep your shots nice and lock. Keep him on the outside. Keep him. You know, he's not going to. If you can keep him there with basic stuff. Basic jab, let your right hand go. That's you do that all night long. What'd you let him in for? How'd you let him beat you to the jab? He wouldn't beat Tyson to the jab, that's for sure. Okay, well that's kind of Tyson Fury and Joe Joyce covered. Obviously you've got another potential mandatory for Alexander Rusic with yeah. the WBA and Daniel Dubois, but he's got a bit of a step there. He's got to beat Trevor Bryan. Where are we with that situation? Well, I don't know. I think the WBO, everyone was waiting for the fight to take place on Saturday, the governing bodies, then to make their decision as to where and what will happen. So we'll see now. Right, okay. Um, and obviously but, we'll be pressurising them. Of course, of course. <coughs> Excuse me. But you're not fussed either way if that fight with Dubai and Brian lands in America or the UK? No. Anywhere? No. Oh, Absolutely. Be a fun uh, build up with Don King that as well. That would be good fun, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, what did you make of uh, the general event at Tottenham as well, Frank, overall? Well, I wasn't there. I mean, I only watched it on TV. Really? I thought you was there, Frank. No, uh, no I didn't. No, I, mean, uh, I was saving myself up for the, for the big match <laughs> the next day. Um, no, I, I watched it on TV. I, I mean, it's a bit. I didn't like the, the hour-long gap. I know we get gaps. I mean, that's why, <clears throat> just so the fans know, when when boxing used to be on ITV, you'd have your live schedule. So you'd be on at a certain time. If that went short, then you know you bring another fight on and that was it. When, it, when we started doing fights on satellite TV, you had four hours. So you'd have all these big gaps in between. And that's how, how all the music started. The Sweet Carolines and all those songs that we used to put on to get all the crowd out here and sing it. But, you know, an hour's singing is a long time. <laughs> That's a bit long for anybody. But, uh, look, it was what it was. Um, you know, there's a couple of good fights off that Callum Johnson was spectacular. Callum Smith. Sorry, apologise. <laughs> I hope Callum Johnson's going to be a spectacular <laughs> win. Uh, no, Callum Smith was a spectacular, uh, spectacular knockout. That was good. Mm. Enjoyed that. 
do want to ask you about some comments that uh, Anthony Joshua made in the post-fight press conference. He said that he will fight Deontay Wilder or Tyson Fury without the belts, regardless that the fight's big enough to be made without the belts. What do you think about Anthony Joshua's value right now going into the fight with Satan? Look, he's got a value. Of course he's got a value going into it. I mean, you're not going to say he's, you know, he's not worth anything, but he's certainly not, he's not bringing any belts to the table, so it'd be a renegotiation. That's what it would be. It'd be a renegotiation to work out... You know what the deal is. I mean, you know that that's what it's all about. But it, but he's in a position now where he's got to go and win some belts. So sometimes you have to give a bit to get the opportunity. Mm. And uh, as I think you alluded to earlier, you believe if that fight ever happens with Fury and Joshua, your guy gets rid of him early. I really do. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So your opinions change a little bit from Saturday night about that fight because I think you, you've always said Tyson stops him, but I've never heard you say early. Yeah, I think he stops him early. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I just look at what happened there a couple of times. Was it was it the second round he wobbled? I can't remember what round, but I think it was, it was less landing a lot of straight sec lefts. Second or third, I can't remember which round it was, but he, he, he wobbled him. And I, I, as that happened, I think I was just on the thing, I said to him, that, God, if that had been you, he'd have been gone. Do you, you've got to see uh, Alexander Rusik in that same milk as perhaps Evander Holyfield now? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, he's gone up and done what he's done. I mean, Vander was a true warrior. He's a warrior. I mean, he's, he is what he is. I mean, what he say? He was away from his family for nearly six months. Yeah. That's what he is. He's a warrior. That's what that, you know. That's that's how he is. That's what he wanted. That's what he did to achieve his dreams. He's done that with a really good trainer, an excellent trainer, who's got you know who's got plans. You know, he's got a plan A and a plan B, and a C if he needs it. <laughs> Well, now, of course, we move on to uh, October 9th, BT Sport box office, Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder, the trilogy. Um, are you going for the same thing, mid to late rounds for Tyson? Yeah, I think he'd be, I think he, I think he'd get to him. Um, I hope I'm not going to be wrong, but I don't, I don't see what he can do. I can't see him outboxing Tyson. He's a dangerous puncher, but I just can't see how it, he's not going to outbox him. And I can't see, other than landing bombs, and he's going to have to, you know, catch him clean and if he does he, we all know he can do that but I, I just can't see him uh, winning the fight I can't see it regardless uh, when it does get to fight week I'm sure people are going to have their opinions and it's a Las Vegas fight weekend we've missed those Frank well we have I mean it's great the weekend wasn't it to see you know like the weekend just gone as well to see the fans could you know could get back in you know, it's the first big fight that happened over here so it's great that the fans all came out and got behind it so yeah it's fantastic and I'm sure Vegas is going to be the same it's going to be good out there well Frank Warren I know uh, you've got to go because that's wearing a suit you're not in a suit just because I'm, I'm not right. in court this morning <laughs> <laughs> um, listen I appreciate your time on IFL TV is there anything you'd like to say to the fans before we go uh, no we're going to announce uh, some big fights this week so um, we'll meet up again and uh, hopefully give them to you and we go from there perfect sounds good to me Frank Warren here for IFL TV Thanks for listening to the IFL TV podcast, sponsored by William Hill, in association with Lonsdale MTK Global. Sports Social Podcast Network.